What up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. We got another IDP video for you IDP freaks. We're talking waivers, linebackers, D-line, DBs. We're breaking it all down. We got the homie Bogart Scott Free in the building to help break it down. What's happening? Let's get it. And uh, for those who don't know, the hustler is keeping fantasy going. So I know a lot of you guys' fantasies ended in week 17. Not for us. Uh-uh. Where is it at? No tie. We are keeping this rolling. Wild card week through championship. Final week, we are starting NFL playoff leagues. Fantasy football is going down weeks 19 through 21 to go reserve your seat. Go over to 420crew.org. Go join the crew. Minimum of $3 to reserve your seat. And you can get into multiple leagues. We got five leagues filling up right now. We got $33 buy-ins, $55 buy-ins. Don't miss out on the fun. Small amount of money to keep the party going almost all the way through the Super Bowl. And what? Yeah. Now let's get down to biz. We got a bunch of guys who we got to talk about here. And the first guy that I got to talk about, just because he just went absolutely insane, and he's only 7% rostered, rookie Kayvon Thibodeau really hasn't done much. He's only had three double-digit games before this, and that goes over 45 points. He has nine solo tackles, the sack, the forced fumble, the fumble recovery. Like, he was doing it all out there, doing it all. So, on Yahoo! You can play him at the linebacker or the D lineman. I'm pretty sure it works the same way on sleeper. Go pick him up. If he's available in the dynasty league, you play in an IDP league wow. and he's available in your dynasty. I don't know how, but go pick him up. That's crazy. Even Yahoo designated him a dual designation. That's tough. Yeah. Cause I think he came out originally as a linebacker. All right, and it's crazy. Logan Wilson, I don't know how he's not over 20% rostered, but we're going to mention him again this week. I mentioned him last week. His percentage did move up a couple ticks, but only 18% rostered. Over 30 points, nine solo tackles, had the big-time sack. He had 15 combined tackles this week. All over the fucking field. He's the fucking man. He is the fucking man. What's crazy to me, so I'm going to shout out Drew Tranquil. If he's available, go pick him up. It says here he's 40% rostered. I don't know how he's rostered like twice as much as Logan Wilson. That's crazy to me, but yeah, he has been balling. He has been balling. That's for sure. I mean, Logan Wilson's been on this list for the last couple of weeks. Yep. All right. Another guy. I still can't believe he's not over 20% rostered. Christian Kirksey, 17% rostered. Everybody tries to run. Well, they try and succeed in running all over the Texans. And he's the guy who's getting all the tackles. (laughs) 11 total tackles. Nine of them were solos. And he mixed in a big time sack. So that got him super close to 30 points this week. If he is available, go pick him up. I don't even know why he's available. Always on the field. Always. I've been talking about this guy since the beginning, Quay Walker. And I even said coming into this year, like Quay Walker and Devin Lloyd were the only guys for redraft leagues, like redraft rookie linebackers that I'd even be considering. Quay Walker is the one. The cream is rising to the top for him. Like even with Devondre Campbell coming back, he's still balling out there. He had five solo tackles mixed in the sack. 
two passes defended as well. So those are three points in IDP one, two, three right there. And he had the forced fumble. That was a dope ass play when he went in. I mean, it was the sack forced fumble where you see him. I mean, his hand just perfectly knocks the ball Mm -hmm. right out of fucking Baker's hands. Great technique. Great technique. He's upset that Aaron Rodgers always says Fred Warner's the best (laughs) linebacker. (laughs) He's like, motherfucker, watch this. And uh, okay, I mentioned him last week. I mentioned him the week before. Chandler Jones, by hook or by crook, he is ending up with over 20 points again. It shouldn't have happened. It definitely shouldn't have happened, but yet it fucking did. And he got over 20 points, keeping him viable again. That's three games in a row where he has been super, super solid. One of those games, he goes over 35, 35 points. He went over 20 in this game, and it was like 15 or 16 two weeks ago in week 14. By hook or by crook, he's making it happen somehow. <laughs> Let's go. They got Pittsburgh this next week, and uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh doesn't have the best offense, so some crazy <laughs> shit might be happening. Getting <laughs> biggest about to get on his ass. He's going to get put on his ass, I should say. Yep. All right, let's see. Who else do we got to mention? Okay, Jermaine Pratt. Just someone else who just gets hella tackles. I mean, he didn't have too many solo tackles, but he still went over 20 points. He had nine total tackles, and he did have the interception as well. So he's just been hella solid. He's only 6% rostered. So if you're dumpster diving, you know, in a redraft league, definitely go pick him up. If he's available in a dynasty league, I mean, definitely go pick him up. Mm -hmm. We got a couple other guys here too. I mean, guys who are just low rostered here. Now, Nicholas Morrow. I mean, I guess because of Sanborn, like everyone kind of forgot about Morrow, but he had 22 points this past week, 11 total tackles, had a tackle for loss. If Sanborn misses any time, he, there's nobody over there. Like he's going to be like one of the only guys working the inside of the field and everyone runs all over the bears. It's what you do. Yeah. Let's see. So that might be it. Oh, Denzel Perryman. How about last of like the low hanging fruit guys who probably should be rostered, but maybe, maybe not. He's only 7% rostered here and 19 points this past week. He just gets hella tackles. He's always hovering around 10 tackles and he got eight solos this past week. Let's go now. If you guys are really, really dumpster diving, I do like to put guys on the map who are like zero to 3% rostered. And uh, let's start off with Hassan Reddick. He's had a couple, well, I guess he had a couple whatever weeks in a row, but this week was his balling out week. He had two sacks. He's had at least a half a sack in one, two, three, four, five, in the last six games. And he only had one half a sack. He's had, he had two sacks this past week. One the week before, one the week before that, a half the week before that, and then one the week, and then one that one. Like, there's only been one, two, three. He's only had four games where he has not gotten a sack. Hassan Reddick is just, he's handling out there. So whether it's Dynasty because he's old and he's not rostered, only 3% rostered here. Let's see. Christian Harris, only 1% rostered, over 25 points this past week. Double digits in each of the last two weeks. He had a couple whatever games before that. 14 total tackles. It's nothing to sneeze at. Juwan Bentley. I know he goes in waves of being good and being bad, but he was really good this past week. 10 total tackles, six of them solo, and mixed in a sack. 
and Bogey's boy, Leonard Floyd. I was mentioning him yeah. on yesterday's Those show. Baltimore boys back to back, Juwan Bentley and Leonard Floyd. Let's fucking go. Right there. And yeah, Floyd, fucking two big ass sacks. And it's just going to be one of those things. There are going to be games where he's going to be able to tee off. Yesterday was one of those games. Jawan Bentley, he came through. Romeo Aquara. <laughs> this is someone we haven't seen him. It's been so fucking long since we've seen this dude on the field. Yeah, I know he played a little bit last week in week 14. Snaps weren't really there. I know he got uh, some healthy snaps this week. And he comes out and gets two sacks and puts up 22 points. Like in 2020, he was like one of these guys who was like a waiver wire, like IDP, like darling that just kind of carried you. And he's kind of been hurt like last year. And then shit, he's been hurt all this year. But someone you need to get on your radar, if he's available, especially in a dynasty league, you better go pick him up. Preston Smith, another guy who killed it out there. Two sacks. He had like 21 points. He's only 1% rostered. I brought up Marcus Golden before. He's kind of had a bunch of off weeks, but he has a big time sack this past week. And uh, they're going up against Tampa Bay next week, who has a bad line. Tom Brady's definitely been taking sacks to the ass. So, uh, yeah. There's your 0 to 3% guys. And a real quick shout out to Zaire Franklin and Frankie Louvu. 19 total points each. Just super, super solid games from guys who we picked up off the waiver wire throughout the year. Shout out to Frankie Lou. Yeah, just handling biz out there. Handling biz. Zaire Frankie. All right. And let's jump over to the D lineman. And uh, really, if you're picking up Kayvon Thibodeau, you should be trying to plug him in as a D lineman. So I'll just mention his name again, because for over 45 points, like <laughs> you hit over 45 points, you definitely should be mentioned at least once or twice, only 7% rostered. JJ Watt is JJ Watt going to come back to doing JJ Watt things. The thing that sucks for him has literally been all year. It's like good game, bad game, good game, Bad game, good game, bad game. And he had a great game this past week. He had three sacks as his best game of the year. Killing it. They got they got Tampa Bay. So he mentioned Marcus Golden before. <laughs> this could be the game, man. Like, I bet J.J. Watt hates Tom Brady and wants to sack him. Like, just think about it. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's only been in the league like half the time as Tom Brady. But, like, he was on the Texans for his whole career. Tom Brady's just dominating with New England. I'm sure every time he played them, he wanted to destroy them. For real, though. <laughs> Only 4% rostered. The matchup is there. This is a matchup where in your playoffs, could you imagine if J.J. Watt ended up being someone you picked up off of waivers and ended up, like, you know, helping get you a championship? <laughs> and he's got Tampa Bay and he's got Atlanta back-to-back. That's a great fucking schedule for jj <laughs> let's target jj let's get him on the team yeah. for the team morale and everything did y'all let you do the duel the duel not, the not with him no because he's never played linebacker like officially he's always just been the straight d end okay he was in always in different moves around and shit, yeah. yeah always in he's in a different system than tj that's why tj has the dual designation all right how about josh sweat Another guy on the line for the last, uh, for the Eagles, last four weeks, he's been double digits or more. The la- two out of the last three weeks, over 20 points. And he's had a sack 
or two because he's had multiple two sack games over the last three weeks. He's just killing it, man. Like one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of the last six games, he's only not had a sack in one of those games, and he's got seven sacks in the last six games. So Josh Sweat, only 9% rostered. Oh, shit, Antonio. He said in the WWF one, I got J.J. Watt and T.J. Watt going. Oh, man. Um, I think you were the other but you were the other bye week team, right? I think you were to where hope we won't play each other this week. So the only way I think me and Antonio could play is in the championship over there. Both got to get there though. Really the six? No, that was the number one. One? Ooh. Yeah. His team was really great last year, but he lost Derrick Henry down the stretch. And that kind of screwed him over. Chandler Jones. Of course, if you could pick him up and play him as a lineman, you're trying to do that. Versus picking him up as a linebacker. And again, by hook or by crook, over 20 points. Again, it doesn't matter if it was a fluky ass play in the last fucking second of the game. Like he still did it for you. I mean, the awareness, (laughs) the presence of mind, the presence (laughs) of mind. (laughs) I mean, it's like, I mean, when it comes to motherfuckers just throwing you your DL, it's like, it's like playing a tight end for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was fact. Just like you hope a tight end gets a fucking a touchdown and, you know, hey, but they do anything extra, but that's just icing on the cake. You know? If a tight end scores a touchdown at the end of the game, you don't talk shit about him because he had a shitty game up until that. You're just stoked that he got the fucking touchdown. That's all that matters. And um, Javon Hargrave. So he barely doesn't crack the list now. 22% rostered, but just go double check. He's kind of had a good game, bad game, good game, bad game. But Eagles, they just get a ton of sacks over there. And I know they're going up against Dallas this week, but with no hurts, like the defense is going to, like they know, like they're going to have to come to play. And uh, bet we get an uptick out of the defense. And Quiddy Pay. It's been so nice for Quiddy Pay because he's been so bad over like the course of the season, really, and been hurt, you know, a bunch of times as well. But the last two games that he's played, because he had a bye in week 14, over 20 points and had a sack in each of those games and had at least five solo tackles in each of those games. So Quiddy Pay, get him out there. He's the fucking man. You feel me? Let's see. Who else we got to mention? over here well DeForest Buckner I mean 21% rostered so kind of doesn't crack the list here he's been a one game on one game off guy but versus the Chargers you know like Chargers line has been whatever it's been not existing Herbert will take some sacks Herbert will take some sacks let's see and uh, okay how about yeah and speaking of someone who balled out this past week Jeffrey Simmons he got a big time sack against Herbert this past week and now they're going up against Houston. Didn't he this get a pick too? Did he get a pick? I think Hold so. On. Check me out. Hold on, let me see. Did he get a pick? I might No, be- no, no, no. He had a sack, but he had four solo tackles as well mixed in. So really that's what it was. Had the tackle for loss obviously with the sack. And uh, but yeah, killing it over there. And all right, let's see. How about some zero, some zero percent rostered guys? Demarcus Walker. <laughs> see, yeah. like there's another guy on the Tennessee Titans. He got two sacks this past <laughs> week versus Herbert. So Herbert's just taking a bunch of sacks. That's why you want to play your D lineman against Herbert right now in that shitty line. For real. Oh, here's a guy. I mentioned him yesterday. 
And Deshaun Williams never, this guy has not been on my radar like at all. But I think because of Draymond Jones going out, got a little a surgence of Deshaun Williams, 20 points in two out of the last three weeks. And one of those games versus Baltimore, he had two sacks. And then this past week versus Arizona, he has two and a half sacks. So Deshaun Williams, get him on your radar over there. Let's see. Who's another zero? Oh, okay. We kept hearing this guy's name called all the time. Deo O.D. Yingbo. I'm not even sure how to fucking pronounce it, but D end on the Colts has two sacks in that game. And I just, I heard his name mentioned multiple times during that whole crazy first half fuck fest. And he was one of the guys out there. Like he was going crazy. Um, (laughs) Dwayne Smoot on the Jaguars. He has another big game. And let me see. I know he had a bunch of tackles. Oh, he was the one with the block kick. That's what it, or no, 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 no. Was it him? No, he didn't have the block kick. No, passes defended. Oh, three tackle for losses. That's what it was for him. So he had four solo tackles and then three tackle for losses. So real big time over there. All right. There's a handful of guys at your D line spot right there. Guys, you better be getting ready for these playoff leagues. All right. Let's jump over the last position here. We're getting in to the DBs. And oh boy, Ray Sean Jenkins over 55 points this past week. And Yeah, he had two big interceptions, okay? He did have a touchdown. He did have a defensive touchdown mixed in there. But this dude had 18 total tackles, and nine of them were solos as well because I don't like chasing interceptions and defensive touchdowns or whatever, but I will chase 18 tackles and nine solos. Hell, yeah. He helped me. He helped get me into the next round in one of my joints. That's big time. Right there. That's big time. And 8% rostered, so readily available. Someone who's only 17% rostered, I can't even believe it, but Justin Simmons. Two interceptions again. Like, we've seen him with multiple two-interception games now. (coughs) Chilling it out there. He's only 17% rostered. Definitely needs to be rostered on your squad if he's a free agent. Jeremy Chin. He's been hurt for the longest time. Last year, he's probably playing hurt for a bunch of the year. So, like, ever since his rookie year, just really not handling. But he's getting back to form. He's 20% rostered, so we'll officially have him make this list here. 11 solo tackles. Like, he was all over the field in that game. All over it. All right. Here's one. You guys, if you don't know about Kyle Duggar and my man crush on Kyle Duggar, like, let me tell you again. He's just so fucking dope, and Bill Belichick fucking loves him. Like, that's another thing. And uh, he only has four solo tackles in this week, but he goes over 25 points. He had the interception and the defensive touchdown. He's just been handling biz ever since week 11. 24 points, 17 points, 16 points, 19 points, 26 points. He's just, he's always around that 15 to 20 range. He just gives you such a high floor. Oh, yeah. Who else? There's some guys here. Oh, Traymond Smith. So I talked about him last week. Just a bunch of work that he's getting over there for the Houston Texans. He has the forced fumble this week. He has a tackle for loss, a pass defended, but has seven 
solo tackles. They're just people throw all over Houston. They run all over Houston. It's like, there's just a lot of action going on and he's been getting points to uh, 25 points in each of the last two weeks. And this week I know might not be the best versus Tennessee, but he just seems to be around the ball a lot. All right. Do you have an injury update on Charvarius Ward for us? No, it's funny because somebody else just texted me that earlier this morning. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like, you know, I was, I'm coming back from San Diego, so like, you know, what I mean, I haven't been all the way tapped in, and that was a, you know, that was a Thursday game, so I'm, I'm still been on the high horse. I, I, I can't even lie; I even went down the rabbit hole. Okay, well, if Charvarius Ward plays, he's going to be very tough to keep out of lineups. He's only eight percent rostered. People throw on the Niners; they throw on it a lot. And he gets a bunch of tackles. He's got at least six solo tackles in each of the last two games yeah lovely floor uh razul douglas someone who i mean i mentioned him before these last four weeks he's been handling some week 11 22 points 17 points after that 15 and then 24 has a big old pick but he has seven to seven solo tackles at the same time so it wasn't just the big play he's handling out there getting tackles as well yeah and it's Finally, I mean, because he was looking, he was doing this type of stuff last season with the Packers. Yep. You know what I mean, and now it's like, bro, okay, finally, there you are. You know what I mean? You back. <laughs> Hell yeah. And now let's get to a couple guys who are rostered in like zero to 2% of leagues. Carlton Davis kind of goes in waves, but six solo tackles this past week. He has the interception, four passes defended. Those are worth three points each. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that was 12 points just on his butt balls that he batted down or whatever super solid as a cornerback and going up against Arizona this week. So I'm sure he will have a shot at an interception or two or to defend some passes as well. McSwirly. Yeah. How about John Johnson? We got a monitor. I know he got hurt this past week, but 26 points. He's had double digit points since week 11 He's been handling, like, I mean, he had a couple off weeks in the middle of the season where I wasn't really talking about him, but he's been super solid for the Cleveland Browns in their secondary. Like, he's only has three games that weren't double-digit points, so he's still giving you a good floor out there. <laughs> Shout out to the creativity of his parents. John Johnson, <laughs> the third. At least John Brown, you know, he named his kids uh, Amon Ra, Aquimius, <laughs> and even changed it to St. Brown. Like, he's just John Brown as the saint in front of the kids' names. <laughs> and, oh, Taylor Rapp. I forgot to mention him. Taylor Rapp has been doing real solid, like, ever since week eight. He's only had one game where he's been below double-digit points, and it's really because the Rams' offense sucks. They're on the field a lot now. Teams are throwing on the Rams like crazy. And he's just been handling biz. He had a big-time interception uh, yesterday. We saw it where fucking Aaron Rodgers just, like, overthrew Lazard by, like, five feet. And it was, like, right into Taylor. Right into Taylor. Raps bread basket there. And they got Denver, and then they got the Chargers to finish it out. Those are two matchups I'd love to exploit for a safety. 4% rostered. 4% rostered. And, all right. This motherfucker, Deron Bland, okay? Like, he, he's not spicy at all, okay? He's very fucking bland. But <laughs> two out of the last three weeks, he's had at least 23 points or more. So we can't really ignore what he's been doing. It's Minshew the Ginshu out there this week. So who knows? He could throw a big-ass greasy pick, 
you know, and even though Bland's not too spicy, I feel like he should be getting enough work to where he should be picked up and potentially started. I mean, people are going to pick on him because he's like, he's playing the other side of, of Diggs. So he's going to make. Yep. <laughs> and Sir Bongs is laughing. He's not spicy at all. <laughs> he's definitely not. He's hella warm. His name says it all. <laughs> totally fucking does. Totally does. All right, let's see. And then who else? I know I just saw someone that I needed to mention. Oh, Julian Blackman. Someone else. The Colts. Colt safety. Colts with their trash-ass offense now. Like, they're just going to be on the field more. And, uh, yeah, their defense looks like they're stepping it up. That shit was crazy. All bad. Fucking one of the craziest games I've ever seen. That's for sure. And... Is that it? I know I saw one. Oh, Kyle Hamilton. I don't think I mentioned Kyle Hamilton over here. So the rookie going over here, finally having a dope ass game. He's had a couple of double digit games, you know, mixed in there, but he mixes in the sack. You fucking love that. Cause uh, man, I mean, that, that's what we've wanted from this kid. Someone who can, I mean, he plays on the Ravens. So let's just compare him to Ed Reed. I mean, you know, they draft him that high to be Ed Reed esque. You know, how about that? The guy who can get sacks, a guy who can cover, get interceptions. He had six solo tackles. He's only been rising in his tackle totals over the last couple weeks. So Atlanta and Pittsburgh is who they got in their two final games. So yeah, let me see what he did as far as snap percentage this week. Cause that was, that was really the question like him coming in since he's uh, getting back to I full mean, health. Yeah, I was about to say. It's like him, Marcus Williams. Damn, it's crazy because he only played 58% of the snaps this past week. So, I mean, they do play like, they have they, three of them, you know what I mean? They play a lot of three safety sets because yeah. you go back one week, all three safeties played over 90% of the snaps. I'm telling so you. It had to be something with this game plan where they changed it around because actually he kind of goes back and forth between i mean at least these last three games it was like 50 90 another 50 maybe That's this next one will be another 90 chuck clark's that third you know what i mean yeah they got the falcons i guess it's if they have to go the three high safeties or whatever yeah, they or, the or in times where they're going only two you know what i mean yeah, because they played the Browns last week, and yep. maybe that's why they didn't have to go the three high safety too much. Who they play the week? Well, they played the Steelers the week before that. But uh, I mean, I like that for week 17. They go against the Steelers in week 17. So that means all three of those safeties should be on the field for 90% of the snaps. I mean, they're just loading the box up, too. That's what it is. So one of them, you know what I mean? Yep. And Crispy, I didn't, I read off the top 10 scoring teams, didn't go through each division individually, but I did throw it in the chat in every single league. 255.68 is the threshold. So if you were in the playoffs for the best ball and you scored over 255, your team is advancing to week 16. There we go. All right. And that's it. We're going to get the hell up out of here. A little bit more short and sweet. Than, than normal and a clock in the building right as we're getting out of here he hops yeah, on what yeah. up dude got the clock always yeah. always got the vet you know what i'm saying the vintage and uh, how about last question before we get out of here jt86 tn said full ppr flex spot do i roll with Pittman, gabe drake on the track or pick up zay and play him definitely picking up zay jones i don't know if i'm playing him yet but i'm definitely picking him up yeah and then as far as I dropped Drake London, like fuck it. 
Yeah, unless fine. you have someone else who you can drop that's worse. And than him. Wanted, he had like seventy of of he had seventy yards of pickets, like ninety. Yeah. Or what's his name? The and Joe said Forrest was a shrimp boat captain. Yes, he was. And Crispy said, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the best ball divisions because for these divisions, they're all based after they're based after characters who played who played sports characters. All but right. Got, yeah, because Forrest got counted because he played sports in the Hell yeah, man. He's Alabama roll tide. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, one of the fastest motherfucking return men ever. He said. He said, that boy's a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> but he sure is fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're getting the hell up out of here. Appreciate you guys rocking with us on the Tuesday morning waiver wire wake and bake. We got FNT coming back at one West Coast time, four Eastern time. And we got tonight, we got an interview with our man Nelson, Nelson Tynes from Paid in Full. So make sure you guys come back. That's going to be 8 p.m. West Coast time, 11 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be fun. We're going to get to talk to him about craft services, behind the scenes on Paid in Full, whole bunch of other shit. I'm sure he's got some cool Hollywood stories for us, but you guys do not want to miss that. We'll see you back for that. Peace out, everybody. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the